Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Love is Relentless podcast. We're your hosts, Tommy Reynolds. And Jacelyn Reynolds. We've been married for all of our 20s, so we know what it's like being told that marriage is hard, but not being given direction on how to overcome those obstacles. We're here to help you navigate those obstacles and tackle the taboo topics of being married in your 20s, in the 2020s, so that way you can have a more fulfilling marriage. We're so glad y'all joined us today, and we can't wait to dive in. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Love is Relentless podcast. Let's go. Boys only episode is finally here. Boys only, men only, call it what you want. You know, we're all technically men, but we still act like a bunch of boys all the time. So that's all good. A little bit of recap last week. Talked about some more myths about marriage. Part two. We had a lot of stuff that we really wanted to hit on the first time we did myths about marriage that we honestly just didn't really have the time since we kind of try to keep these to a certain time length. So hopefully y'all got some good info out of that. There's definitely a couple that we have kind of fallen victim to about myths. And so definitely wanted to give y'all some input on that. But yeah, boys only today. Jacelyn's working her butt off all week, last week and this week. So I figured why not utilize this time to have a little guy time with the homies. So girls, you are more than welcome to listen. Probably recommend it because want to make sure your man's doing these things for you. So let's go ahead and get into it and have a good time. All right. So guys, look, you are the protector and the leader in your relationship, but you can't only lean on that throughout your entire relationship. Yes, she needs you to be those things. But as men, we take that entirely to a new level and throw everything else out the window. It took me way too long to realize that. And it literally could have ended my marriage if I didn't stop listening to what the world said I had to be and actually focused on what it means to be a husband. And if we didn't face it head on, it definitely could have been catastrophic. So as guys, we focus so much on those two things, just being protector and the leader and just forget about everything else because that's what the world says that we are and that's our only purpose in this world. So let's go ahead and dive in on a couple things that I wish I had sooner. And I'm going to either try to help you guys avoid it or if you're already in that rut, like you're kind of in that state of where I was, let me see if I can help you get out of it. So here's a few tips and tricks with Tommy. We're going to have a good time today and let's get it going. First and foremost, you have to be vulnerable. A thousand percent, you have to be. This can mean so many different things, but like we're going to keep it simple today and just focus on the basics because <laughs> we are simple creatures. So I'm going to make it as easy for everyone as possible because I got to make it easy for myself too, you know? So uh, let's just start it here. You're a manly man. We get it, but it doesn't mean that you have to stonewall everybody or be the macho guy. So what does it actually mean? I've fallen victim to this more times than I can count. And like (laughs) way too many times. So basically, so think about it this way. When your wife brings something up to your attention, 99.9% of the time, she's truly just trying to get information about you, not even information from you, just information about you because women are very emotional, emotional beings. I don't want to say you're emotional, not in a negative way, but like they're very emotional beings. That's why we talked about them being emotional communicators and us as men are typically intellectual communicators. And pretty much if you're not acting the way you did when you first started dating or when you were in the, like kind of in the middle of courting your wife, they're going to assume that something is wrong with you. And most of the time, they're going to think it's something they did. And so 
as much as it pains me to say, because I am a man, guys, y'all will probably agree with me on this one, but like, I would probably, realistically, I give them 95%, 95% of the time, women are correct. So if they think something is wrong with you, you're doing something that's off and not normal, most of the time, they're pretty on par with what's actually going on. So, <laughs> so don't be like how I was for way too many years. Please don't. I would literally just sit there, blank stare on my face, completely silent, not really scared to answer what Jason was saying or asking, but basically like subconsciously, I was scared to open up my own feelings or my own heart. And that's just, like I said, just part of what the world teaches us as a man. Like you have to be this unbreakable being that nobody can hurt and no one can take anything from and yada, yada, yada. And just, yeah. So fun stuff, right? What I recommend though, you need to lean into that pain, lean into that fear, be honest, be vulnerable. We've talked about this on previous podcasts with communication, but like I was saying earlier, as men, typically we're intellectual communicators and we want to choose our words very wisely. I know that about myself and most of the guys I know are the exact same way. And personally, I think it's a great trait to have. I think it's an amazing trait to have because it's something that you do as you think before you speak. And that's not just with my wife when we're having a difficult time, but that's in everything I do. Like I, the last thing I want to do is personally like say something that's going to hurt somebody else. And so I always sit there and think before I speak. But if you think for too long, no good really comes out of it. And your words aren't really going to be heard by the time you finally speak up, especially if you're having an argument with your wife, like they're already like they started out maybe not even mad, just like, what the heck is he doing? Just sitting there looking like a doofus, not saying anything. So I know that's pretty much how Jace has felt many, many times. <laughs> and like, it's not something you can just flip a switch on overnight. It does take time. It takes practice, but it's well worth it. I can promise you that. So when you're with the boys, we don't hesitate to respond at all, right? We're just sitting there, same level, like witty responses, talking crap, dogging on each other. That's what the boys do. This is this is not a recommendation to do that to your wife. I promise you that's not going to end well. So let's, yeah, let, let's not do that this time. But what I'm saying is like when she does come to you about something, you can still think for a second before you respond. Just try to think a little faster. <laughs> that's my best advice there. So yeah, just think before you respond if you want. Just don't do it as long. Make sure that you're kind of getting on her same level. Like she's giving you answers quickly because she wants a response quickly. And so just do your best to do that. But answer with what you're truly feeling and like it's it's truly your true feelings whenever like whenever you're sitting there when it seems like you're stonewalling or just trying to avoid talking it's really you're hiding down your true feelings of what you actually feel what you really want to say so take that quick second to think to make sure that when you do speak your feelings you're not coming off as negative or rude or mean or anything like that but don't be afraid of it my wife is the one person that I can truly be vulnerable with but it's also a scary thing because on the flip side, she's the only one that can actually hurt me when it comes to words. And like, if anyone in my life knows me, there's literally nothing you can say or do to me that's going to hurt my feelings or upset me. But Jacelyn can do that to me. It's not something she does intentionally, but she 100% is the only person that could do that to me. But that's that's part of the trust that we have as a married couple. Like that's that's what you sign up for is having that person that you can be vulnerable with that you know, could literally break your heart at any moment, but you are leaning into this because you love them so much. And we basically, we got a life together and we make it work, but we both need to be vulnerable and fully transparent. This isn't a one-way street. Girls are just a lot better at it than guys, typically. I mean, that's just, that's the way the world is. You know, it's just part of them being emotional beings. 
it's a little easier for them to open up because they have so many just emotions going around 24-7 that guys don't typically have. Or maybe maybe I won't say that guys don't have, that guys just don't act upon, basically, is what I'm trying to get at there. But it is definitely easier said than done. But you did choose to spend your entire life with this person, so it's a lot easier to get over that hump early, and your marriage is going to be so much more fruitful, so much more amazing. Your love's going to be stronger if you can conquer this little thing early on. It definitely would have helped us out a lot. But like we've said many times, if we didn't go through the things that we went through, we wouldn't be able to give these podcasts and like help people that either haven't gone through it or are currently going through. Like we wouldn't be able to do that. And so we're definitely no regrets here. Definitely grateful for everything we have been through together. And yeah, so on to the next. Very simple. Be there. Literally just be there. Be there for your wife. The ups, the downs, the good, the bad, the ugly. Just be there. That is so, so, so important. Your wife needs you and you need her. 99.9% of the time when your wife needs something, she's going to call you and only you. Make it that 0.01% chance she calls her friend or her mom, but usually that's because she can't get a hold of you. And so you have to be there at all times. You should honestly be the most trusted person in her life. Like 100%. This can be so many different scenarios. It can be physically, emotionally, whatever it may be. And so I'll just give you a little story for me. So this one time, Jason left work with a migraine. And where she was was literally like an hour plus away from where I was at and at my job at the time. And so she called me, said, hey, like, I'm not going to act like I'm crying like she was because I'm not a good actor. But so basically she's crying, talking about how she had a migraine. She said, she was like, I need to pull over. I've been throwing up in the car. Like, I need you to come get me. And so I just, I said, cool, send me your location. I'm on the way. And without even hesitating, like not a single thought went in my mind other than I need to go help my wife right now, no matter where she's at, what she's doing, I need to go be there for her. And this is when I was working at Harley Davidson at the time. And I was in the middle of a sale. So like, I'm like, I'm about to lose money to do this. But I just told the guy, I was like, Hey, I gotta go. I got up from the table, grabbed my backpack and I left. I called my boss from the road like 10 minutes later and just told him basically, I was like, hey, my wife needed me. I had to go. I'll call you tomorrow. Hung up the phone. Didn't even, like like I said, didn't hesitate. Didn't wait for an answer. If I was going to get fired, cool, whatever. My wife needs me. I'm going. Like priority number one, 100% of the time. And like I said, she was over an hour away and basically just had to pull over into an academy parking lot. And when I got there, she's literally just like laying down, like asleep in the car, like basically just passed out from the migraine or blowing up or what, or throwing up or whatever it was, blowing up, <laughs> LOL. Anyway, uh, so yeah, went up to her, made sure she was good, got her in my car, took her home. So yeah, that was definitely a time that I knew I had to be there. And that was, that was the way I was there for her physically. Also, our wives need us emotionally as well. Like it's not just a physically thing. You know your spouse better than anyone else. At least you should. I mean, if you don't, it's okay. You're getting there. Newlyweds, whatever it is. Like me and Jace, I thought I knew her better than anyone else. And then a year ago, our life blew up because we weren't paying attention to each other. So, but like I'm saying, you know your wife better than anyone else. And typically, you know when she's doing good, you know when she's doing bad. And sometimes, honestly, she just needs you to sit there with her, like literally just sitting there doing nothing, not saying a word, just being present in the moment, holding her if that's what she needs sitting there listening to her talk if she needs to vent or talk about whatever. But honestly, guys, as long as you're there, that's really all that matters. And we get so caught up in our own lives that 
we forget to pay attention to the most important person in it. And our marriage legitimately almost ended because neither of us was paying attention to the pain that we were both in. We both had signs of depression and we had it at the same time, but neither of us knew what the other was going through because every encounter we had was, oh, work was fine. I'm fine. Blah, 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 blah. But we weren't there for each other and it was almost catastrophic. And I know I said the word be there so many times in the last few minutes, but I just want you guys to really like understand that the weight that this holds and how important it is. And it's such an easily forgotten thing that like, it's not something you just think about 24 seven. So cause like think about it, you get married and you automatically think like, Oh, I'm physically here. We're good. No, that's wrong. It needs to be a decision that you make every single day when you wake up, like your wife needs to be your number one priority. And no matter where she is in the world, no matter what she's doing, you need to be able to be there for her, whether it is physically or emotionally or just like on the phone, like whatever it may be, you have to be there. And on to number three. So a big one as well, guys, like you can't blame your wife for your own issues. That's something that that's just a human nature thing. Like we've talked about human nature so many times on here. Like we're taught it's never your fault, blah, blah, blah. Like such a load of crap. And like we're taught our entire lives that we're the man, be strong, hard-headed, stubborn, nothing can hurt you. It's just, it's a bunch of crap, guys. Like, it's such a stupid stigma that they place on a male the day he's born that he has to be this almighty being that can't be touched. And it's just, it's ridiculous. Like, myself, like, I have demons that only my wife knows about, only my wife ever will know about. And honestly, we all have them, guys, girls, everybody. And it took years for me to open up about that kind of stuff. And she would trigger something so deep down inside of me that I had already shoved down for years and years and years that I just completely forgot about. And then I would end up blaming her and getting mad at her and blowing up on her when in reality, she didn't do anything wrong. And it was just my own mind trying to find someone else to blame instead of just facing my own issues. Honestly, the mind is a crazy thing. It's made to protect its host, essentially. If I was a doctor, that's what I would say. I'm not, but... I think that sounds kind of good, so we're going to stick with that. But think about it this way. If you're in a moment and she says something that in reality shouldn't make you react in a crazy negative way, that's when being an intellectual is kind of a good thing and thinking, like just think for a second, why did that hurt as bad as it did? Like what is making me want to blow up right now? What trigger did she pull that made that hurt? And if you're having the same argument every day, day after day, day after day, day after day, and it seems like it's never getting resolved. It's probably because uh, that's not what the like that's not what the actual issue is. And like a hundred percent of the time, for us personally, we've had the same argument a million times. And then two or three years later down the road, we find out something about each other. We're like, oh, it wasn't this specific thing. It was just because of that. It was opening up something in my mind or in her mind that was basically just a trigger, and it was causing us to just kind of outburst or blow up. And it's just something that we were refusing to face head on because we'd rather have an argument about something stupid instead of actually diving into our own mental and figuring out the depth of like what is actually going on. What's the root of the real problem here? And when you figure that out, like so say you're in one of these arguments and you realize you're going back and forth about the same thing, sit back and think. And then when you do figure out what that demon is or whatever... um whatever is actually making you making you hurt as bad as it is, don't shove it back down. Open up, let her in. 
this isn't to go ahead and just start facing that issue right now, but more so let her know that, like, let her know what she did in that specific moment that hurt you so bad and let her know why it hurt you like that. Because in her mind, she's probably like, that's something stupid to get mad about and vice versa. I know there's been stuff that I've said to Jace that just completely crushes her. And I'm like, why are you upset about something like that? And then I realized like, oh, it's just something so much more deep rooted than I even knew about. And so anyway, let her know, let her know why it hurt. And that way, when you're ready to face it, you have someone that can help you get through it. It's not like you're on your own. Doing it alone, doing it alone is really never the correct option, in my opinion. It's it just gets tougher every time. You need someone there so you can lean on them and actually get to the bottom of it. And if you try it alone, you're just going to keep shoving it down because it's too hard. It hurts too much. So you're going to shove it down deeper and deeper, and you're never truly going to let it go. And it's always just going to be one trigger pull away from blowing up again, whether that's on her, whether it's on someone else, whatever it is. So moral of that one: don't blame your wife for your own issues. Face them head on, face them with her, and I promise you, it, it changes your relationship so much. Letting her like just see your overall vulnerability and being able to open up about stuff like that. Something we've hit on before, you have to, have to, have to know your spouse's love language. We have a whole episode on it, so if you haven't listened to it, definitely do, but if not, it's cool. I can kind of touch on a few little points here. But in my point of view, it carries a massive, massive weight in the marriage. I know Jacelyn's acts of service. And so luckily for her, I already absolutely adore cooking. And so having dinner ready when she gets home, something that'll change the mood of her entire day. And for me, it's just like, cool, I got to cook and drink a couple beers while I made some steak. Like, it's just, it's it really is whatever for me. But I do know how much it means to her. And so I do enjoy doing that because I know it's going to make her happy. So obviously that's an easy one. But other stuff I hate doing, so like chores any kind of chore, laundry, dishes, trash, like no one likes it. But at the end of the day, we're all adults. So we should be doing those anyway. But eh, you know, it is what it is. But if I clean up the house a bit, like just before she gets home, she is ecstatic. Like She might not tell me that or show me that, but I can tell like her mood's definitely higher. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't clean the house today, but it's my first off day in a while. So I'm being lazy today. I'm just being honest. I'm not perfect. You know, it is what it is. So if you don't already know your wife's love language, go ahead and learn it asap and then just go crazy with it like it could be the tiniest little thing or even a big gesture whatever you want to do either way it's going to fill her love tank so fast something i've stated on other podcasts as well is this is for everyone not just the guys but for me personally something that changed my marriage is doing things out of love not doing things to avoid a fight and so with that like it randomly popped in my head one day when we were just kind of working on mending our marriage, like I'm not perfect and I don't do it every day. But the day that I said that out loud, a switch flipped in me and like it, it literally changed me to where it truly made a difference in my attitude towards my wife and how I can show her I love her and how I can just internally myself, like how I can love her, like not even the part that she sees, but just myself, like how it makes a difference of how I love my wife. And it really opened my own eyes to the shortcomings that I had as a husband. And so Think about those little things. That's kind of it's kind of the end of that one. I don't, I don't really know how to end that one on a bang. Sorry. <laughs> and then just the last thing, it's not anything big or it's not like a long one. It is another massive thing. But you need to make sure that your wife knows that you love her every single day. Like I said, you can implement any of these things I've talked about today. Every single one of those things is going to show your wife that you love her. Like the easiest one is definitely the love language one because that takes literally just the smallest gesture. 
And it's a simple task if you really think about it. Just love her and make sure that she knows it every single day. Simple as that. That's my final tip for the boys only week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And for all the ladies that I know are listening, because I know Jacelyn 1000% would be listening if she was in y'all's shoes, watch your husband and kind of look for these things that he does to show you his love. Like I promise that as men, we do try really hard every single day. So just be patient with us. We are very easily distracted creatures. So (laughs) it is what it is. It's how God made us, you know? But yeah, I, I truly hope that you guys could get some good stuff out of this episode. I know I've been saying I was going to make it for a while, so I'm glad that I finally got to get this out there and just kind of have a little solo session. I was able to keep the dogs as quiet as possible. They're a little better behaved when mom's not home, but you know, just got that. That's that's the manliness in me, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, so please don't forget, follow our Instagram, send us DMs. If you ask us questions, I promise you we're going to answer them on the podcast. Like, we do, we, we truly do want to answer those questions and we want to have some guests on here. We want to have other couples. We want to hear different perspectives and just different outcomes of marriage and like just all this fun stuff. So please, please, please send us a DM. Even if it's just when you want to be on the podcast with your spouse, that'd be awesome. We'd love to have you guys. As always, I truly hope that this helps your marriage in some sort of way, guys and gals. We want this to help y'all's marriage so y'all's love can be relentless. Y'all take care. Yeah.